0: Section fourteen of an inland voyage This is a Librebox recording. All Librebox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit Librebox.org. Recording by Gavi Cowan An Inland Voyage by Robert Lois Stevenson Down the Was to Moi. Carnival notoriously cheated us at first finding us easy in our ways he regretted having let us off so cheaply and taking me aside told me a cock and bull story with a moral of another five francs for the narrator the thing was palpably absurd but i paid up and at once dropped all friendliness of manner and kept him in his place as an inferior with freezing british dignity he saw in a moment that he had gone too far and killed a willing horse his face fell i am sure he would have refunded if he could only have thought of a decent pretext he wished me to drink with him but i would none of his drink he grew pathetically tender in his professions but i walked beside him in silence or answered him in stately courtesies and when we got to the landing-place passed the word in english slang to the cigarette in spite of the false scent we had thrown out the day before there must have been fifty people about the bridge we were as pleasant as we could be with all but carnival we said good-bye shaking hands with the old gentleman who knew the river and the young gentleman who had a smattering of english but never a word for Carnival. Poor Carnival! He was a humiliation. He who had been so much identified with the canoes, who had given orders in our name, who had shown off the boats and even the boatmen like a private exhibition of his own, to be now so publicly shamed by the lions of his caravan. I never saw anybody look more crestfallen than he he hung in the background coming timidly forward ever and again as he thought he saw some symptom of a relenting humour and falling hurriedly back when he encountered a cold stir let us hope it will be a lesson to him i could not have mentioned carnival's Picadillo had not the thing been so uncommon in france this for instance was the only case of dishonesty or even sharp practice in our whole voyage we talk very much about our honesty in england it is a good rule to be on your guard whatever you hear great professions about a very little piece of virtue if the english could only hear how they are spoken of abroad they might confine themselves for a while to remedying the fact and perhaps even when that was done give us fewer of their airs the young ladies the graces of aurigny were not present at our start but when we got round the second bridge behold it was black with sightseers we were loudly cheered and for a good way below young lads and lasses ran along the bank still cheering what with current and paddling we were flashing along like swallows it was no joke to keep up with us upon the woody shore, but the girls picked up their skirts as if they were sure they had good ankles and followed until their bread was out. The last to weary were the three graces and a couple of companions, and just as they too had enough, the foremost of the three leaped up a tree stump and kissed her hand to the canoeist, not Diana herself, although this was more of a venus after all could have done a graceful thing more gracefully come back again she cried and all the others echoed her and the hills about origny repeated the words come back but the river had us round an angle in a twinkling and we were alone with the green trees and running water come back there is no coming back young ladies on the impetuous stream of life the merchant bows unto the seaman's star the ploughman from the sun his season takes and we must all set our pocket-watches by the clock of fate there is a headlong forthright tide that bears away man with his fancies like a straw and runs fast in the time and space it is full of curves like this your winding river of the oise and lingers and returns in pleasant pastorals and yet rightly thought upon never returns at all for though it should revisit the same acre of meadow in the same hour it will have made an ample sweep between whiles many little streams will have fallen in many exhalations risen towards the sun and even although it were the same acre it will no more be the same river of oise and thus o graces of ogigny although the wandering fortune of my life should carry me back again to where you awaited, whistled by the river that will not be the old i who walks the street and those wives and mothers say will those be you there was never any mistake about the oise as a matter of fact in these upper reaches it was still in a prodigious hurry for the sea it ran so fast and merrily through all the windings of its channel that i strained my thumb fighting with the rapids and had to paddle all the rest of the way with one hand turned up sometimes it had to serve meals and being still a little river ran very dry and shallow in the meanwhile We had to put our legs out of the boat and show ourselves off the sand of the bottom with our feet. And still it went on its way singing among the poplars and making a green valley in the world. After a good woman and a good book and tobacco, there is nothing so agreeable on earth as a river. I forgave it its attempt on my life which was after all one part owing to the unruly winds of heaven that had blown down the tree one part to my own mismanagement and only a third part to the river itself and that not out of malice but from its great preoccupation over its business of getting to the sea a difficult business too for the detours it had to make are not to be counted the geographers seem to have given up the attempt for i found no map represent the infinite contortion of its course a fact will say more than any of them after we had been some hours three if i mistake not flitting by the trees at this smooth breakneck gallop when we came upon a hamlet and asked where we were we had got no farther than four kilometres Say two miles and a half from origny if it were not for the honour of this thing in the Scots saying, we might almost as well have been standing still. We lunch on a meadow inside a parallelogram of poplars. The leaves danced and prattled in the wind all around about us. The river hurried on meanwhile and seemed to chide at our delay. Little we cared. The river knew where it was going, not so we, the less our hurry, where we found good quarters and a pleasant theater for a pipe. At that hour stockbrokers were shouting in Paris bourse for 2 or 3%, but we minded them as little as the sliding stream and sacrificed a hectatum of minutes to the gods of tobacco and digestion harry is the resource of the faithless where a man can trust his own heart and those of his friends to-morrow is as good as to-day and if he die in the meanwhile why then there he dies and the question is solved we had to take to the canal in the course of the afternoon because where it crossed the river there was not a bridge but a siphon If it had not been for an excited fellow on the bank, we should have paddled right into the siphon, and thenceforward not paddled any more. We met a man, a gentleman, on the tow-path who was much interested in our cruise, and I was witness to a strange seizure of lying suffered by the cigarette, who, because his knife came from Norway, narrated all sorts of adventures in that country. Where he has never been, he was quite feverish at the end and pleaded demoniacal possession. Moy, was a pleasant little village gathered round by chateau in a moat. The air was perfumed with hemp from neighbouring fields. At the Golden Ship we found excellent entertainment, German shells from the siege of La Fère, Nuremberg figures, goldfish in a bowl. An all manner of knick-knacks embellished the public room the landlady was a stout plain short-sighted motherly body with something not far short of a genius for cookery she had a guess of her excellence herself after every dish was sent in she would come and look on at the dinner for a while with puckered blinking eyes Savon, bon nest pas she would say And when she had received a proper answer, she disappeared into the kitchen. That common French dish, partridge and cabbages, became a new thing in my eyes at the golden ship, and many subsequent dinners have bitterly disappointed me in consequence. Sweet was our rest in the golden ship at Moy. End of section fourteen. Recorded by Gabby Cowan.